our mental health podcast. I am your host, Faye, and so today basically we're going to be talking about um, the superiority complex and how it affects our mental health. So today with me, I'm having a professional, the founding director of Take Back Your Mind UK, Mr. George, and he's going to be, and he's going to be giving us, sharing more insights on how having superiority complex affects our mental health. So sit back and enjoy the ride. Welcome to the show, Mr. George. We're so happy you could join our podcast. I mean, it really means so much to me and also to my audience. So welcome to the show. So a little bit of, just tell us what you do and what your foundation is about, basically. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me, and I appreciate you reaching out to me um, to gather an insight about superiority complex. Um, my organisation is and was founded actually in 2018 um, to support individuals with their mental health, ranging from you know um, anxiety to complex mental health needs and problems, um, complex PTSD for example, um, which is something that we will be covering a lot of, um, I mean people with complex PTSD um, sometimes are from a military background, they may be a veteran, they may currently be serving in a um, military position. Um, so we, we cover a range of um, we we like to encourage people to reach out and speak up about their their experiences and, and, and talk to us and tell us how they're feeling. Um, and we wanna we wanna tackle stigma around certain mental health problems, conditions, long term or short term. Whatever they may be, we're going to be there to support people, tailor coping methods for them and with them so that they can pull through and see their recovery in real in real life um, and perhaps even go on to help other people, which is really exciting. So, yeah, let's talk about superiority complex. So... The complex is an interesting subject because it's actually really common. It really is. You know, you see it in managers of businesses, in large corporations. And I would say, I think, that Jeff Bezos is probably in that kind of zone. Uh, he probably falls under it a little bit because he has that power um, and he feels like he's above everyone else. Um, I mean, I may be wrong. I may be totally wrong. But I feel that someone with that kind of power, with that kind of money, potentially have some kind of anxiety, insecurities. And we're going to cover that. We're going to talk about that. Um, 
Yeah, so it's an interesting subject, and with it, both parties are usually affected. I mean, the individual on the receiving end, the recipient, is likely to feel spoken down upon and disdained, depreciated. Um, and it's going to affect them. It's going to affect them in how they feel about themselves. They may um, come away feeling emotional, um, anxious, and may even start having panic attacks. And their panic attacks may range from different severities, you know, um, and they may range in time scale as well. Panic attacks are a very funny thing. Well, not not funny as in humorous, but they are something that we need to talk about more as a society, and we need to cover it a lot more and help people to feel comfortable in expressing that they suffer with them, you know. Okay, well, um, I really love your insights on the superiority complex, but basically what I'm actually talking about is, okay, let me use myself for an example, for example, rather, I have, I think I have a superiority complex in the sense that I can't let people into my wall. I can't let people break my wall. So I'm speaking on that aspect of mental health, like me, for example, I find it very difficult to like talk to people on certain things. Like I can't let people see my vulnerable side. I feel like I'm too no, I won't say I'm high and mighty, but I feel like I just can't let them see me at that point. And basically and it's really affecting my friendship and relationship. So I feel like basically when it comes to friendships and relationships, it's all about being naked, like in a vulnerable state. Right, I understand. Um, so, I mean, it does sound... It, it sounds possible that you might have um, a level of superiority complex. In terms of mental health, though, superiority complex is not a mental health problem. It's more of a behaviour. So it's only something that's going to affect other people's mental health and, you know, relationships, friendships and yourself, um, I mean, because there's not, there's not an official diagnosis for it, and so it can't be recognised as a condition, but rather a behaviour, um, I would say, it's, it is possible to break that kind of that behaviour. It is possible to do that. And <coughs> you can do that by expressing how you feel about yourself to others. Um, and if you feel like you have to be um, above someone, you know, talk to them quietly somewhere else and just say, I'm, I'm really sorry, I'm, this is what I'm struggling with. Um, I don't want you to feel um, as if I'm talking down on you, like I'm being condescending. Um, but I'm just trying to protect myself because I've experienced something in the past, perhaps, and I'm pro I'm protecting myself. So I apologise if I come across in any way that hurts you, offends you, and makes you feel afraid of me or um, worried. With with your um, 
well, with you believing that you may have a form of the complex, do you show aggression, you know, towards other people, or is it more of something that's quite silent? Okay, talking about talking about um, sorry about your cough, Mr. George. <laughs> sorry, it's really terrible to have cough at this time. Okay, so talking about you, you mentioned something earlier concerning how you know people with superiority complex has probably been like those things are probably due to past experiences. You know, now let's say speaking in my own terms because. I like relating to everything I am feeling because if I can't relate to what I'm saying, how would my audience relate to what I'm saying? So basically, I feel like for me, how I have been shaped, like to be this person that I am, is also a very big problem that is also affecting me also. I, 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 I subconsciously tend to push people, you know, push people away because I just have this issues yeah you know basically my friends like they have this general ideology that i'm proud and i'm a show off but basically these things don't really come to my mind it's either you are not messaging first or who is texting first or who hasn't checked up on who but growing up these things rarely come to my mind and covid 2020 messed up my whole mental health that I can literally stay alone without really talking to anybody. Most times I just come on social media. I have nobody to talk to because I don't feel the need. Or I don't have anything to talk about other than, Hey, how are you? I'm fine. Okay. I'm... So, you know, those those kinds of conversations don't interest me. So, it's either I'm on social media just cooking little things, posting here and there, replying to a few DMs, and, you know, just doing all that. So I feel like it's posing a very serious problem and I know people out there are also facing the same problem. So okay, I understand. So pushing people away um, subconsciously, of course, you know, you don't mean to do that. It's likely to do with you internalizing and attacking yourself internally in your head, thinking about all the things that could go wrong, that are perhaps going wrong, um, and you're trying to protect yourself from those things happening. Um, and as a result, you're not intentionally, intentionally, sorry, pushing those people away. So what should I do about that problem? What do you think should be like a, a solution to that? problem you know most times people subconsciously tend to push people away like i do it's basically feeling that i don't want to have to hurt you so i just have to end it before it progresses to something and i subconsciously end up leaving you again so it's posing a very serious problem and i know people out there are also having that similar issue as i am having that issue so I want to talk about it because I feel like me talking about it and sharing it with somebody to have their own insights would also help me heal too. You know, everybody's struggling with something and it's like a journey and we all have, we all need each other to 
help ourselves. So yeah, I just confided in you, Mr. George. <laughs> and obviously my audience would also have an insight of that side of me also. Uh, okay, well, basically I, I would answer the first question if I am more aggressive. I won't really say I'm more aggressive. It's more of a silent thing I do. You know, it's for me losing interest in conversations and just not have anything to talk about. Probably if like somebody's saying I care about you a lot and I'm having other So it's something that's more silent. It's me questioning everything everybody say. Like it's like those little triggers. I feel like why do you want to know everything about me? Why do you want to know these things? What are you what are you what are you scooping? So I'm more of a more private person. So reasons why I can't I don't think I can't let anybody see my vulnerability and see the vulnerable side of me. It's something I'm working on myself too. So yeah. I think it's good to be proud of yourself and just be proud in general. So, you know, your friends saying that you're proud, um, I don't think that means you're smug or you're condescending or anything like that. And that doesn't make you mean, depending on how you come across as proud. I mean, by the sounds of it, being proud on your end means you are grateful and you are aware of your achievements but you're not plastering it in their faces <laughs> I, I, I think it's a, a bad idea to worry about who's messaging first in all honesty people have lives um, and they're not going to be thinking of all the people that they could message if they're busy. Um, and that sounds awful. It does, and I, I apologise if that upsets anybody. But the way that psychology works is almost like you need if someone puts a photo in front of you, suddenly you remember what that photo means. Do you know what I mean? So if you see a post on Facebook from them, you might think, oh, I'll message them, you know, see how they are. Or you are quite connected with them. You know them really well and often talk to them. Um, it doesn't matter who's messaging who first because you can catch up at any time. Same with anybody. You know, I have a lot of people that I know and that know me, but I don't always message them first. But I know that if I had something that I wanted to talk to them about, I could message them and just be like, hey, how are you? You know, I hope you're well. Um, this is happening in my life. How are you? What's happening in your life? I don't have to update somebody on the nitty-gritty, if you get where I'm coming from. Perhaps you have a level of social anxiety. Um, you're 
questioning what everyone's saying. You may have levels of trust issues. You may not trust what everyone's saying because your trust has been broken in the past. You know, if you've been in a relationship and that person has lied to you and that, that relationship has broken down, you've gone through the, the grief of losing that relationship, coming out of the relationship, you know, and looking back on it, and that's, that's upsetting enough as it is. And then someone new comes along and breaks your trust again, and you go around in this cycle of grieving and putting up a wall and another wall and another wall, and suddenly you've got ten walls and one person's trying to break it because they want to know you. And that's part of social anxiety and trust. There has to be a level of trust um, to feel comfortable in sharing things with people. Social anxiety comes in different branches as well. You know, whether it's you going to the shop to get some milk and there's probably 10 or 15 people in the shop, it's, it's that fear. You're, you're fearing who else is in the shop before you've got there. So you're living it twice. You're worrying about something you don't need to worry about. So when it comes to trusting people, I think trust and social anxiety work together in a sense. I don't think it's bad that perhaps you don't message people all the time, you want to spend time on social media, reply to DMs when you want to reply to DMs, because you, you're a human, that's my answer. You're a human, you can only do so much. Your mind can only handle so much. And you have a social battery. Your social battery might run out after an hour of interaction with somebody else. Mm. And then someone else comes along wanting to interact and you just haven't got the energy for it. So I don't think you're pushing them away from that, it's more of protecting yourself because your social battery is low. So like I said, there are, there are different aspects and different branches of it all. And talking about it is definitely very good. Expressing how you feel, telling people what's going on, where you're at, mentally, is a good idea. So that they can be clear and patient with you and you don't have to worry <laughs> then because they know and it's good that they know and there is a stigma attached to that attached to telling people what's going on and there is then this fear of telling people and it's this cycle it's a, it's a nasty one there are many nasty cycles in terms of mental health and that's what I want to try to break with my organisation. It's, it's okay to be vulnerable. 
It's okay as well to work on yourself. You've noticed and you've identified the issue. And you're now talking about it with me. And that is good. So you're doing all the positive things. So it, it will change. And you have the ability to do exactly that, to change. So do not worry about that. And it's okay to tell people as well to mind their own business. If they are asking questions about you and you feel uncomfortable, it's okay, it's okay to tell them that you feel uncomfortable with them asking those questions. And just say, I don't want to answer that. I'm not answering that. That's okay. Because I do that. I do it a lot. I tell people where to go. And that's fine. But I think that's because I know my boundaries. And it's good to know your boundaries as well. And it's, it's a lesson. Everyone's got to learn where their boundaries are. And it's good to put those across to people so that they can... They know the limit, really. Okay, basically, George, so what would you advise somebody who, or who has, how would we, what would be your advice to somebody who has a friend who is maybe having these issues that I'm having? Like, what would you tell them and how would you pass out? How would they love the person and understand that person's anxiety without you know having to ghost the person too and just make conclusions that aren't supposed to be there my advice um as a human rather than a professional <laughs> um even then i wouldn't call myself a professional we all learn we're all learning um is patience Learn to be patient. Learn to respect someone and their boundaries. Learn to respect someone's limits. Um, and try and understand exactly how someone's mind might be functioning when they are anxious when they are struggling with anxiety, when, when their social anxiety is, is rising. It's good to have some kind of empathy. Empathy is a big thing, and I think it's important when trying to understand mental health um, and conditions that affect us. Depression, anxiety, Stress, PTSD, CPTSD, abuse, you name it. Empathy is almost our key to showing other humans that it's okay to feel, to just feel, be comfortable with, with feeling. So if people can be comfortable with other people feeling, then we can be comfortable with ourselves, I think. Tell that person 
the person with the friend. Um, to do some research, to speak to professionals and ask their opinion. Speak to friends, speak to family and just say, I'm worried about this person. I'm worried about my friend, I'm worried about whoever it may be. How do I approach them about the issue? Because if you don't know, there's no point in trying to make it up or trying to comfort someone when you don't quite know how to comfort them. It's okay sometimes to say, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I don't know what to say, but just know that I am, I am with you and I'm here to help you and I will do my best to learn. People don't always have the answers. We can't always have the answers. We aren't a server. We're not robots. We're not databases. We are humans with firing synapses. You know, we've got neurons that are firing faster than light. And... And so they get mixed up, they get mixed up, they clash sometimes. Yep. Which I think is what's just happened now. I'm not going to lie to you. I've lost my train of thought. I mean, <laughs> who would have known that me talking about something like that would have literally caused exactly what I was talking about? <laughs> Wow, thank you so much, Mr. George, for giving us your wonderful insights on the topic superiority complex. I really had lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. I hope we can do this again and, you know, share more thoughts and hear your thoughts as well. So before we wrap up this episode, I would just like you to leave a little bit of motivation. I mean, everybody's going through something right now. You know, just give us a little bit of motivation. Oh, it has been brilliant. Um, thank you very much for having me. I've enjoyed doing this um, with you. I think it's going to help a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I would hope it does. Yeah, um, <laughs> so if you're listening, then it's great to have you here. Um, <laughs> but I think something motivational um, for me to tell you is when you wake up in the morning, for the first couple of hours of your day, do not check your phone. Prioritize things like breakfast, shower, get dressed. Even if you're going nowhere, make yourself look nice. Dress yourself up. Do your hair, do your makeup, do your nails, shave, wax, put some nice perfume on, a nice fragrance. Pamper yourself. Make yourself feel good. Positivity is a choice. You can choose to be happy or you can choose to use your phone and be stuck in the digital world. Don't do that. Don't allow yourself to be stuck in a place that is optional, like being positive. Of course, you can still be positive online. You can share your experiences. You can share your opinions. You can do things like TikTok. 
TikTok is fun. But be careful with the amount of time that you use on social media. Because the time you spend doing that, you could be starting your own business, your own foundation, your own trust, your own charity to help other people. You could be writing something that's inspirational for people to feel like they can push on. Go to work. Do the things that make you happy. Earn money. And it's okay to take the day off sometimes. If you need a day off, take the day off. If you don't like your place of work, leave. If you don't like someone, tell them, leave. If you don't like something, somewhere, don't do it, don't go. If it makes you feel uncomfortable, if someone makes you feel uncomfortable, tell them. You make me feel uncomfortable. Don't be afraid. I think the world is just riddled with fear. And I think it's good to be different. Be different. Do things differently. Speak differently. Create your own path. Create your own story. After all, you are your writer. You are the writer of your story. So write it. Make sure you do things you enjoy. Go and jump in that puddle. Stand in the rain if it makes you feel good. If it's thundering, listen to it. Listen to that song you've wanted to listen to for hours on end. Have it on repeat. If it makes you happy, do it. Kiss the person you love. Hug the people you miss. Call someone you haven't spoken to in a while. What's there to be afraid of? Don't be grateful. You'll feel better for it. If you're making other people happy, it's going to make you happy. So yeah, there's my little motivational speech. I mean, it might not be any good, but um, if it's put a smile on somebody's face, then that's all, I, that's all I'm worried about. That's all I care about. If that's made you smile, it's made me smile. This whole <laughs> time that I've spent doing this today has made me smile. It's made me happy. Made me happy so too. I really appreciate it. And <laughs> I shall look forward, I do look forward to doing it again. Um, <laughs> And sharing more insights into different subjects and topics and yeah. removing barriers of difficult conversations. There is no such thing as a difficult conversation with anyone. Let's make it nitty gritty. Let's go into detail. You know what I mean? So here's to next time. It's been great. Thank you very much. We are very happy and we really am, I am really, really happy we could talk about this. I had so much fun. I don't think I've had this amount of fun talking to somebody in a very long time. And it was really, really fun talking to you. And yes, life isn't all that difficult. Kiss that person you love with. <laughs> Hug that person. Tell that person you love with them. You know, we shouldn't be all scared. I mean, what's the least they can do? They won't kill you. I feel like life is not all that difficult. So let's say a big thank you to Mr. George. And please, go online on Instagram and follow Take Back Your Mind UK. It's really, really wonderful talking to you, Mr. George. I'm really, really so happy we could have this wonderful conversation. Till next time. 
Thank you so much for listening. And there you have it. It was a really blast talking to George, the founder, the founding director of Take Back Your Mind UK. It's a form of a mental health community. Like I said, go online. There are so many mental health communities you can join. You know, if you just need like a safe haven. Like he said, having a superiority complex is not a mental condition. It's more of a behavior that you can always change. You know, you can choose to be vulnerable. You can choose not to be vulnerable. So yeah, let's try not to make our lives as complicated. Life is sweet. Life is beautiful. Do what you love today. Wake up in the morning. Be free. Be happy. Smile. Thank you so much for tuning in. Till next time. It's me, your favorite host again, Queen Faye. Bye. God bless us all.